0: Welcome to the MacArthur Memorial Podcast. Located in Norfolk, Virginia, the MacArthur Memorial is a museum and research center dedicated to the life and legacy of General of the Army Douglas MacArthur. The memorial is also dedicated to preserving and presenting the story of the millions of men and women who served with General MacArthur. Each month, the staff of the memorial will use this podcast to explore topics relating to General MacArthur and his times. Today, we are going to look at some of General MacArthur's American decorations. This podcast will cover the Distinguished Service Cross, the Silver Star, the Purple Heart, the Distinguished Flying Cross, and the Air Medal. These medals represent just a sampling of the more than 100 decorations received by MacArthur during his 52 years of military service. Visitors commonly ask about these medals, and we are going to explain some of the reasons why MacArthur received each award. The first medal we are going to discuss is the Purple Heart. During his career, MacArthur, who was the recipient of two Purple Hearts, was instrumental in creating the Purple Heart we know today. The origin of the Purple Heart medal can be dated back to the American Revolutionary War. General George Washington wanted a way to motivate and reward his soldiers, but monetary bonuses were not an option because the Continental Congress was cash-strapped and reluctant, if not completely incapable, of handing out money. On August 7, 1782, Washington created the Badge of Military Merit for enlisted soldiers who performed with distinction in combat. He designed the award in the shape of a cloth-made purple heart with the word Merit, Emblazoned across the front. There is no explanation as to why Washington chose purple, but traditionally the color purple signifies something of high value and is also associated with royalty. Traditionally, in Europe, awards were mainly given to victorious commanders. In creating the badge of military merit, however, Washington took a more democratic, egalitarian approach. Announcing the new award, Washington wrote that, The road to glory in a patriot army and a free country is opened to all. Historians agree that at least three soldiers, Sergeant Elijah Churchill, Sergeant William Brown, and Sergeant Daniel Bissell, Jr., were awarded this badge during the Revolutionary War. After the Revolutionary War, the award fell into disuse. Over 100 years later, in 1921, Army Chief of Staff General John J. Pershing started a movement for a new military decoration for lesser acts by organizing a revival of Washington's Badge of Military Merit. Pershing's successor, General Charles P. Summerall, continued this work, and when General MacArthur took over as Chief of Staff in 1930, he, too, followed the work of his predecessors. MacArthur enlisted the aid of the Washington Commission of Fine Arts, and Elizabeth Will, an Army Heraldic Specialist, was tapped to design the award. We'll design the current medal that features a gold-colored bust of George Washington, set within a gold-bordered Purple Heart. This medal also includes a small shield bearing Washington's coat of arms. This new award was named the Purple Heart, and on February 22, 1932, the bicentennial anniversary of Washington's birth, the War Department issued an order that authorized the issue of the Purple Heart to any member of the armed services wounded or killed in action on or after April 5, 1917, thus making the award retroactive to World War I. Although the criterion for awarding the Purple Heart differs from Washington's original Badge of Merit, like the Badge of Merit, the Purple Heart is a combat decoration. Due to his involvement in creating the new award, General MacArthur, who was wounded twice during World War I, became the first recipient of the Purple Heart Medal on July 22, 1932. MacArthur's first wound in World War I came while he was fighting in the trenches in northern France. On March 11, 1918, the German army launched their own assault against an Allied counterattack by bombarding the 42nd Division with 75mm and 105mm shells filled with mustard gas. Attached to the 42nd Division, MacArthur was in the front-line trenches and was caught unprotected in this chemical attack without his gas mask. Although MacArthur always enforced a strict policy on carrying and wearing gas masks to ensure his men's safety, he never followed this policy himself. As a consequence, he would suffer the effects of another gas attack later in the war, for which he would be awarded a second Purple Heart. MacArthur's Purple Heart bears an oak leaf cluster on the metal ribbon, denoting the second Purple Heart. After both attacks, MacArthur was temporarily incapacitated, suffering from respiratory problems, inflammation of the eyes and what doctors called severe prostration nevertheless in both cases MacArthur returned to action as quickly as possible MacArthur's Purple Heart is on display in gallery 9 of the MacArthur Memorial the purple enamel on the face of this first Purple Heart medal was badly damaged when the MacArthur residence at the Manila Hotel was destroyed during the Battle for Manila in February 1945 A soldier of the 1st Cavalry Division recovered the medal from the ruins of the building and returned it to MacArthur. During World War I, in addition to the Purple Hearts, MacArthur was also the recipient of seven Silver Stars, despite having less than a year of total combat experience in France. The Silver Star is the third highest military decoration that any member of the armed services can receive for courage in the face of the enemy. MacArthur earned his first Silver Star on February 26, 1918, for his involvement in a French raid of the German trench, Rechecourt. MacArthur sought out French General Georges de Bazelaire to get permission to join the French army's raid and watch the beginning of the raid from the top of a ridge. At first, de Bazelaire was reluctant to give MacArthur permission, but MacArthur told him, I cannot fight them if I cannot see them. This would be one of the first of many examples of MacArthur's willingness to lead from the front. During the Trench Raid, over 600 German soldiers were taken prisoner, and MacArthur personally took part in the capture of several soldiers. As MacArthur recalled, the raid was a success, and when he returned, veteran Frenchmen crowded around him, shaking his hand, slapping him on the back, and offering him cognac and absinthe. General de Bazelaire awarded MacArthur a French croix de guerre and American leaders awarded him with his first Silver Star for extraordinary heroism and gallantry in action. Following his promotion to Brigadier General on June 26, 1918, MacArthur earned his second and third Silver Stars in the month of July of 1918 for his leadership roles in successful Allied operations. MacArthur earned his fourth Silver Star on August 2, 1918 for personally scouting out German trenches in Sergy in northern France, to confirm alleged reports of a German retreat. MacArthur and his guide set out into no man's land around 3.30 a.m. on the morning of August 2nd. Completely exposed as he approached a reportedly abandoned German trench, MacArthur and his guide maneuvered through the chaos created by sniper bullets, sporadic shell bursts, and the moans and cries of the wounded. MacArthur reported that the dead were so thick in spots that he and his guide tripped over them at times. As he passed through the countless bodies, MacArthur recognized the insignia of six of the best German divisions. Suddenly, a flare lit up the area for a brief moment, illuminating a German machine gun nest directly in front of MacArthur and his guide. Both men lay still, waiting for the burst of bullets from the enemy, but nothing happened. When MacArthur's guide reached for his flashlight, it became clear that the Germans were already dead. After more reconnaissance, MacArthur and his guide returned to the American lines around daybreak that morning to report and confirm the Germans' retreat. He went without delay to report to Lieutenant General Hunter Liggett and Major General Charles T. Menohar about the mission. After reporting, MacArthur settled in a chair and fell asleep. He had not slept in the days leading up to the mission or during the mission. Upon seeing this sight, an astonished General Liggett exclaimed, "Menoher, you better sight him. This is how MacArthur earned his fourth Silver Star. MacArthur went on to earn two more Silver Stars in September of 1918 and earned his seventh and final Silver Star on November 5, 1918, for his performance in the final attack on Sedan, located on the French-Belgian border. MacArthur was criticized by some officers in General Pershing's headquarters who felt that he was showing off, but according to biographer William Manchester, to MacArthur, Showing off was essential to charismatic leadership. Others criticized him for being a suicidal risk-taker. MacArthur justified the risks he took by saying, There are times when even general officers have to be expendable. MacArthur was a firm believer that courageous officers gave courage to their men, and that the spirit de corps was aided by the willingness of the officers to share the risks faced by their men. Overall. MacArthur's actions in France brought him fame as one of the few generals who actually accompanied his troops into battle. With his seven silver stars, not to mention the other decorations he received in World War I, MacArthur won over his men by courageously leading from the front. The French troops and officers loved him, and the Americans he led fondly referred to him as the Fighting Dude and the D'Artagnan of the AEF. MacArthur's tendency to lead from the front as a battlefield commander earned him two Distinguished Service Crosses during World War I. He would earn a third and final Distinguished Service Cross in World War II. Although MacArthur would not be as popular or as accessible as he was in World War I, he continued to display bravery and a willingness to lead from the front during World War II. The Distinguished Service Cross, which was established by an executive order on January 2, 1918, is the second highest decoration for army personnel and is equivalent to the Navy Cross and the Air Force Cross. Strictly a combat service award, the Distinguished Service Cross is awarded to any person who sets him or herself apart by extraordinary heroism in connection with military operations against an armed enemy. On January 26, 1945, General MacArthur's actions at San Manuel Luzon in the Philippines qualified him for a third Distinguished Service Cross when he visited the 25th Division in combat. Visiting an area under attack by a Japanese tank brigade and amidst the chaos of a crossfire created by Japanese machine guns and sniper fire, MacArthur advanced within 75 yards of the enemy lines. Seeing MacArthur walking upright towards enemy lines in the face of enemy fire made a major impression on the soldiers who witnessed his actions. According to MacArthur's citation, This extraordinary display of heroism motivated and inspired the men of the 25th Division, who consequently annihilated the enemy. MacArthur was also the recipient of the Air Medal and the Distinguished Flying Cross. These two medals in particular generate a lot of questions. Created by an executive order on May 11, 1942, the Air Medal is awarded to any person who, while serving in any capacity in or with the armed forces of the United States, distinguishes him or herself by meritorious achievement while participating in an aerial flight. This award is intended to recognize those crew members or non-crew members whose duties require them to fly regularly in performance of their duty. Others can be awarded this award by performing a noteworthy act or contributing to the mission of the aircraft in flight. MacArthur was awarded the Air Medal on February 23, 1946, for meritorious achievement while participating in an aerial flight that departed from Port Moresby Airfield in New Guinea on September 5, 1943. MacArthur flew in a B-17 bomber called the Talisman and personally accompanied the American paratroops on the way to a very important jump targeting the Japanese-held NADZAB airstrip. According to his citation, MacArthur braved enemy-infested skies to personally direct this historic operation, which was later accomplished with great success. MacArthur also remained over the combat area until all paratroops had landed and stayed to witness the action of the troops in initial contact with the enemy in this battle. While he never jumped from the plane with the troops, it was determined that his presence encouraged the troops and greatly contributed to the mission of the flight. Other generals who have been awarded the Air Medal for similar actions include Lieutenant General Chesty Puller, General Colin Powell, and General Norman Schwarzkopf. In addition to the Air Medal, General MacArthur also received the Distinguished Flying Cross for actions during the Korean War. The Distinguished Flying Cross is awarded to any officer or enlisted man of the Armed Forces of the United States for heroism or extraordinary achievement while participating in an aerial flight. From June 29th to October twentieth, 1950, MacArthur made several aerial flights through hostile air territory in an unarmed aircraft which made him susceptible to hostile air interception. As a result, MacArthur experienced several close encounters with enemy aircraft during this period. Despite the danger, MacArthur insisted on making these flights so that he could better plan the use of air power in the conflict. At the age of 70, MacArthur's actions once again echoed what he had told General de Bazelaire decades earlier in World War I. He needed to see his enemy in the battlefield, if he was to successfully engage the enemy. The citation for this award implies that his involvement in these flights enabled him to advantageously employ air power, which ultimately made victory attainable with minimal losses. While MacArthur's desire to personally observe the battlefield is commendable, some view Lieutenant General Stradmire's decision to award him the Distinguished Flying Cross as the mere flattering of a sycophantic subordinate. This award remains somewhat controversial, but technically, it is an inter-service medal and, as with the Air Medal, has been awarded to other generals for similar service. Again, the medals addressed in this podcast represent just a few of the over 100 decorations received by MacArthur during his 52-year military career. Future podcasts will explore other awards received by MacArthur, including the Medal of Honor, as well as some of the foreign decorations and awards that were presented to MacArthur on behalf of other nations. Thank you for listening. We look forward to continuing this dialogue with you. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please feel free to contact Amanda Williams at Amanda.Williams at (laughs) Norfolk.gov.